one. Welcome, sports fans, to the 38th episode of You Bet. It is Friday, February 17th, 2023. Thank you for joining us today as we discuss sports betting, tips, picks, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always a losing bet to bet where illegal, and remember to never bet what you cannot lose. How did that Super Bowl turn out for you guys? That was fun. We're going to get into yeah, the conclusion. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> We're going to get into our ongoing wager to see who emerged as the betting grand champion. Then we'll get into our daily wagers for you, locks of the week, Hail Marys, and more. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter for additional bonus picks and commentary at UBet underscore podcast. UBet underscore podcast on Twitter. So, Thanks for joining us today. Let's go around the horn and see who's on the field. Let's go over to the man who went on a darkness retreat and is probably heading back into the darkness retreat now after last week. Mike, how are you doing? Uh, the problem comes in is when you're in the dark so long, you come out that that light just burns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I knew I was done at the coin toss. Is that is that bad? Yeah. I, I had it all set up. If it came up heads, that cost me literally seven picks when it came up tails. Yay! Which, which would have put me over the top. Story of my life. So how'd they end up, Mike? How did all those prop X end up for you? And how where did you end up in the uh, the wager that we had, the ongoing wager? I went 19 and 19 in my props, which oh. is a nice 500 total which ended me up in third place by 0.2 percentage points. Suck it. 46.6 to 46.4. That was you couldn't the second even one. So get the math right. You said you had 40 picks and then you did 38 because you did well, because two twice. Two of them were the same and I'm like, ah, damn it. You should lose twice. <laughs> hey, oh. no, those were winners, damn it. <laughs> you want to argue with me, I'll argue with you. I'm just kidding. All right, Mike. Well, that's good. I'm glad you actually were able to turn around after the, the, the terrible coin flip call <laughs> that ruined your, your Super Bowl uh, story. But uh, 1919, hey, you, you break it somewhat somewhat even on that. So good, good for you. Dave, over to you. Let's say you lost, what, about 30? Did you lose 30 last week? How'd it go? Uh, negative Ghost Rider. I went six and three. So overall, I ended up 39, 30, and two. So I won 55% of my picks over our period of time here. Well Thank done, Dave. Well done. You are That's by far round the of applause. You are the grand champion <laughs> of the ongoing wager, which means you will be enjoying a fine bottle of bourbon supplied by Mike and me. And also a uh, fine, crisp $100 bill. So congratulations on your win, which also adds to your ongoing tally of winning dinner as well uh, through the, uh, was it the bowl game uh, bet that we had? Yeah. The college ching, football ching, bowl ching, game. Ching, 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 so, ching, um, ching, ching. In terms of ongoing <laughs> wagers, Dave is 2-0. and oh. Right. Yeah. Suck it, bitches. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> suck it long, suck it hard. Yeah, good job, Dave. You really you really came through. It wasn't even close. Mike and I were scrambling for second place by point two or whatever it ended up being. I uh, I came in last week uh, lower optimistic than the way it turned out, but uh, I ended up in the, the whole ongoing wager with 22 uh, and 25 here with uh, two nice wins coming in with the Rockets and the Cavs and then everything else proceeding to just 
suck a dick and especially the eagles so that whole game went uh oh, man. not go the way that we expected there at all and uh mm-hmm. no one knows that probably more than mike but i can't believe the way they turned out hopefully our listening audience here had a good enjoyable experience with their prop bets and uh seeing how that game turned out for everybody knowing that it's such a focal point for uh people to place a lot of really interesting wagers and have some fun with the good old super bowl i don't know how the bet turned out for rihanna's hair it wasn't any color like it was normal color like i'm not sure if that even counts so i couldn't find uh the results on who was paying out on normal color back to that prop bet so moving <laughs> along it's now break time for many of the uh the sports but we have some daily picks that we would like yes. to get into so mike why don't you kick us off fresh slate brand new looking Ooh. at this uh, with with your baby doe eyes yes you- i'm gonna go over to ncaa men's basketball uh cleveland state's going tonight yeah. I have a feeling we'll probably have a bunch of people that will follow me on this one. Uh, they're at home, minus two and a half against Wright State. Uh, Cleveland State's ten and six at home. Wright State is four and ten on the road. Uh, it's basically if there's three point spread with the home points, it's a basically a pick 'em game. But I think uh, Cleveland State's uh, actually been playing pretty good ball lately. They're seven three in their last ten, uh, but Wright State is as well. But I think the home home court advantage puts Cleveland State over the top tonight. So I got Cleveland State minus two and a half over Wright State. I'm going to help you yeah, out on that, Mike. That, that line that line went down to minus one and a half now. Go uh, oh. on your announcement, Mike. It, the line moved. Yeah, but it worked <laughs> moved the other way. <laughs> the other way. People <laughs> are actively going against me. I don't know if I like that <laughs> or not. So. Second, every one of you. Uh, then my second daily wager is actually a parlay over in the NHL. Uh, one part of it I'm not too worried about, but the other part we'll worry about a little bit. Uh, I got the Kings minus 250 on the road, as I put up my hand, my, uh, air quotes, in Anaheim, which is about a, you know, well, it's about a two-hour bus ride, depending on the time of day. But anyway, uh, I got them parlayed with the over. Uh, Anaheim just can't stop anybody. The over six and a half, which is a big total in hockey. But I think the Kings score at least five goals tonight. Wow. So 5-2, five, 5-3, five, I think the uh, the final is, which gets me my older over. Uh Goalkeepers, God, such a mismatch. Copley is 17 and 3 against Gibson, who's 10, 22, and 5. 10, 22, and 5. Is that my record from the Super Bowl? Wait, no, nope. That's his record from goalkeeping. Not good. So parlay them together to kind of make that more of an even line. So the parlay will pay probably or close to even money. Is that Jeff just you know? How you doing there? <laughs> Me? Yeah, let's do this. All right. That's great, Mike. I love your parlay. Thank you. Good job. <laughs> Dave, what do you got going on? Oh, my God. I, that, that was so horrible. Um, 
Okay, so I'm actually following Mike here on this one. So I'm going to yes. go with you here. I like Cleveland State minus one and a half at home against Wright State. Uh, they beat them quite handily at Wright State last time. Um, so Cleveland State at home minus one and a half is my daily. I do have some other games that are being played today, but I'm going to hold off on those for the best of the rest. Yes. Gotcha. I'm with you on that too. Uh, I have a couple for today that I'd like to share with our audience. But for my daily pick, I'm staying away from the uh, Cleveland State game. I did take a look at that. Wish you guys the best, but I am laying off of that one. I went with with uh, with Yale with some smart guy basketball. I like Yale. Actually, the line has now moved to three and a half, but I'm going to take it anyways at three and a half um, over Pennsylvania tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you know, I think that Yale here has the uh, the six-game win streak going on. They're the sixth defensive uh, rating in, in college basketball against the 257th defensive rating, which is pretty a uh, pretty big difference there. I think that uh, they're going to be able to control the ball and they'll be able to keep that lead uh, quite handedly into uh, to win this game here at the three and a half that they need to cover. Last time they played, they won by seven, and that was just a little less than a month ago. So I think they're going to come out strong again and and take them here. They, they you know, they're coming in again with that six game winning streak, and I, I do think that Yale is going to continue to play some strong basketball. They're doing a good job, seventeen and six so far, and they're going to continue to climb up the uh, the Ivy Tower. Can I say that Ivy, Ivy Tower? League? Oh sure, <laughs> I like it. I can say it. I'll okay, go with it. so. Excellent. So those are our dailies. I like Yale three and a half, minus three and a half tonight. And let's move on to where we want to take uh, all of our units and stick it in one place. Let's make some money. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as you know from that sound, it is our locks of the week. Locks of the week. Dave, I have a feeling you have a solid lock of the week. Let's go over to you. What do you like? It hasn't come out yet, but take this. It will be a lock. The over in the NBA All-Star game goes (laughs) over every year. It'll be like 300. Just grin and bear it. Take it. Last um, last few All-Star games, 170 to 150, 157 to 155, 178 to 164. This is a playground game. And it is just there for guys that dunk and do not play defense, do not get hurt, just have fun. And it will be an absolute just route of whoever's going to even try to play defense. So take the over on the NBA All-Star game. It'll probably be around 300. Yeah. Well, the reason the lines haven't come out is because they haven't actually picked teams yet. That's right. So get ready. Excellent. A future lock. I like it. Mike, do you have anything that has come out yet that is a lock that you'd like to recommend? Well, I see we're all kind of looking at the same stuff. Uh, my lock of the week is actually Smart Guy Basketball as well. And the Yale and Penn game. Uh-oh. But uh, I went a little differently. I think the over hits. Uh, 143.5 is the over. Um, if you look at these teams, they, they actually score a lot. Um uh, Yale is averaging 76 points a game. Uh, Penn's averaging 74 and a half points a game, which if I did my math right, it's 150 and a half. So, and as Jeff already pointed out, there's some bad defense on Penn. Um, 
spreads close, so I think it will be a close game, which also le- tends to lead to more overs. So I got a little leeway here. Uh, I think it could possibly even go in overtime to make Jeff sweat a little bit. Um, but I think 143 and a half should be pretty easy to obtain here. So I would take the over on the Yale and Penn smart guy basketball game. Nice. Well, at least we can watch that and sweat it out together. Yes. Yay. Yay. All right. I got a lock guys. My lock here is a team that I can't pronounce at Siena. I'm going to go with Quinia Piak. Yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah. Close. All right. That team with the Q against Siena. That's uh, I, I like this game as my lock for for many reasons. But let's jump into it. They're also three and uh, now this one moved to two and a half. Even better. Dude, I love this line movement we're getting this morning. I guess people are listening to this podcast and are ready to help out some of us and hurt others. Uh, so, bet against us, huh? <laughs> two and a half now. Two. Sienna's given up two and a half against Quinnipiac. Um, they, uh, Sienna's, uh, what are they? They are third in the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. Uh, Quinnipiac is number fifth. Uh, number fifth. They're fifth <laughs> out there. Number fifth. Number I love fifth. it. Number fifth. So Sienna is on a two-game win streak. They're eight and three at home. Six and four in their last ten. So I think the oh. last time they played each other, it was 83 to 76 was the last game. And that was in the end of December that that took place where they came out a winners here. But that didn't really sway me. What really, really made me think about this is that Quinny Piak is uh, on a three game losing streak, but they lost to Canius minus and they're number 11th in their league. And they lost by 20 points in the last game. They lost to Niagara the game before that by six and lost the game before that to Saint or Mount St. Mary by four. So yeah. they are on a slide and I know I'm pronouncing names the way I pronounce them. So if you can't follow along Canisius, ask for the Secret right? ring on Twitter, what's that? Okay. Mike? Canisius. Isn't that it? Canisius. Yeah. Yeah. They're out. They're out of the Buffalo area. Buffalo. It helps if I would make my notes legible. So can uh, <laughs> Canisius, Canisius, out okay. of Buffalo area. Did, did they lose this to Saint Beat? Wow. <laughs> Saint Beat, right? Saint Beat. <laughs> Saint Beat is doing really good, by the way. Uh, I would. So back on track here. Seeing the the loss, I'm never taking a difficult name to pronounce again. Uh, that's who have to say it over and over again. But given the slide that the Sienna's opponent is on for the last three games, I think this is solid uh, lock here at two and minus two and a half for Sienna to win tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, and take it and like it. Let's make some money, boys. <laughs> Take it and like it. Damn. <laughs> All right. So that's our locks of the week. Let's get into now, guys. Let's go long and deep and let's look to score. Dropping back in the pocket. Looking. There's the Hail Mary. Headed for the end zone. And it is our Hail Mary picks of the week. This is where we uh, take long shots or take uh, high odd bets or other options that we so choose to make it our Hail Mary pick of the week. Mike, what do you like as your Hail Mary? 
Uh, I'm going to stick with the Metro Athletic Conference as well. Uh, I am going to the Manhattan and Iona game. Uh, just tired of Iona. They've never played me very well during this season. I've picked, I've tried to pick them. I've tried to pick their coach. I believed in them and they've never covered. So screw them. Taking Manhattan plus the 16 and a half points. Screw Mr. Patino and the waitress on that table, apparently, in Louisville, which we may be visiting. I'm not sure. Um, whoa. Whoa. What? Oh. What? What? Anyway, uh, Manhattan can actually score points, believe it or not. Um, they've won two of their last three, and the last time they played Iona, they only lost by 12. So I get an extra four and a half points. Manhattan's on a hot streak, two or three. I don't know, can go suck a dick. I'm pretty sure that's the theme of today's episode. <laughs> yes. Sucking it. Sucking right. it. Good job, Mike. I agree with you on that one. Looked at that game. I liked it too. Liked it too. I think that's a that's a nice Hail Mary. Uh Dave, do you got anything for Hail Mary you'd like to share with the class? <laughs> yes. Yes, I would. Um so hail Mary! I uh, going over to the Premier League. I got Liverpool plus one sixty five over Newcastle, uh, only because I'd like to see uh, Newcastle lose because I hate them. Um, I actually hate them more than Liverpool, which is kind of surprising. Um, but I, you know, I just think that uh, Liverpool is going to have to uh, be able to, uh, um, if they want to even move up on the table at all, uh, they need to be able to get past Newcastle here and knock Newcastle down. So. Uh, there you go. Liverpool plus 165. Liverpool. Nice. Nice. Liverpool. <laughs> 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 it's all good. That's perfect. Is this uh, our that, first podcast or is it 38th? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it's our 38th podcast. Oh, yes. Yes. As we introduce. So my Hail Mary, uh, ladies and gentlemen goes back to a game that's already been announced that there's a lot of interest in it it is eastern michigan at kent state um i think that uh, though i like for this hail mary is the under it's uh, 146 and a half i like the under here because you're looking at the number eight defensive rating graded team in, in kent state eastern michigan is second uh i'm sorry two and ten on the road and they're on a four game losing streak Last time they played each other, uh, it was about a month ago, and it only told 140. I do think that Kent State gets out on top, stays on top. It's not going to be close. It's not going to be competitive. Kent State maybe even taking a little breather on some of this, and it's going to come in well under. So that is my Hail Mary pick. Kent State tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern, under 146 and a half. Don't forget the half. Dropping yes. back. In the pocket, looking, there's the Hail Mary, headed for the end zone, and it is our Hail Mary picks of the week. So that wraps up the Hail Marys. Let's get into anything else you may possibly see out there for the best of the rest. What do you like, Mike, for your best of the rest? I got one game over in the NHL. Uh, Pens and Islanders. Uh, it's a very close game, only minus 115, so it's pretty even. Uh, I have a five and a half goal total. I think it's going to go over. Um, Penguins, uh, I've always had a lot of offensive talent, so 
anytime I can take them scoring a lot of goals, I will do that. Uh, they say it's going to be a close game, which again, tends to lead the overs. So just going to go with those two trends. Good offense, close game. Pens, Islanders over five and a half. Solid logic. Solid. Like, solid. Very solid. Dave, what do you like? Anything else out there that you saw that you'd like for your best of the rest picks? Yes, actually, uh, I got one more here today. I got Northern Kentucky minus three over the whipping posts of Purdue-Fort Wayne. Um, NKU, uh, much better than them. They're playing at Purdue-Fort Wayne. And anytime I am looking at games on Friday, I look for whoever Purdue-Fort Wayne is playing, and I bet them. So Northern Kentucky (laughs) minus three over Purdue-Fort Wayne. And then uh, tomorrow, 10 a.m., I got Man City minus 340. Just Grin and Barrett. Wow. Over Nottingham Forest. Um, oh, it, all is all exist. is all is right <laughs> in the world again with Man City at the top of the table after smoking uh, Arsenal three to one at Arsenal. Uh, so suck it, Gunners. Um, we're back. So Man City minus three forty over Nottingham. Uh, just grin and bear it, and don't worry about it. It's going to be a win. Excellent. Hmm. I can't wait to see uh, Nottingham play Camelot. I think that's going to be a great match. <laughs> right, right. Silly <laughs> play. Yeah. Ah, my uh, best of the rest here. I go. I too. I followed Mike onto the ice, uh, which I've been trying to uh, to stay off of because it's slippery. But I did pick a game here that I, I liked with uh, with the Dallas Stars, uh, number one uh, Central and uh, the Wild number against number four Wild. They're on the road. They're, I think it was minus 10, but I believe it went down to minus 15 since we've been chatting about it here for uh, minus 15. Take the Stars tonight against the Wild. They're both coming in with, with some losses, but the Stars is, are 15, 8, and 4 away, uh, which are not, not too bad. They do travel well to play the Wild um, at home. But what I think wins this game here, ladies and gentlemen, is that you're looking at the Stars at the number two defense on the ice. And uh, I think that uh, the number two uh, ranking for the goals allowed per game are going to keep that uh, low scoring, but keep them well in control of of the win here. Playing against a pretty solid defense on the Wild as well, but they just do not have the offensive capability that uh, that Stars have. You know, the, the Stars are scoring well over three goals a game, and I think that uh, between the offense that the Stars can bring and that solid solid defense that's kept them in the number one spot here. They're going to uh, take the wild. They're not, uh, not, uh, not too worried about that. I'll say that. I think that's that's fair to say. They're going to win this one pretty handily. Okay, so stars tonight minus one at one fifteen at eight p.m. on the ice, Eastern Time. Excellent. So those are the best of the rest that we saw out there. On I have to admit, a pretty light week after everything that we went through for Super Bowl and and leading up to it. But I think that uh, between us, uh, gentlemen, that there's some solid solid picks out there for our audience to uh, really uh, sink their teeth into and enjoy for tonight. Is there any other news out there that you would like to share, Mike? Anything important that, uh, going on out there? Well, it's, you know, after Super Bowl. Um, and it, I, I, for other people who don't like to necessarily watch the Super Bowl for the game but for the commercials. I was going to throw it out there to Jeff because I know he likes to enjoy the commercials itself. What uh, was your favorite commercial and least favorite commercial of this year's Super Bowl? Oh, boy. Well, um, starting with my least favorite, I'm, this is going to sound like I'm just a giant pussy, 
but I did not like the um, the the electric uh, what's it called electrification or electric dysfunction commercial. Um, you saw that one right where they're kind of making a play on uh, male ED comparing it to yeah. uh, having an electric vehicle. I, I didn't like it, it because maybe I'm just too sensitive in my old age, but I really felt terrible for any gentleman who may have this ailment that are, now they're like ridiculing it. And they're actually like the way that their wives were talking to their husbands on the, on the commercial, I felt uncomfortable. I just didn't like, I didn't think the joke, I think the joke had was great, like in a boardroom and you're able to like plan it out and be like, this is going to work awesome. But I just felt like it didn't hit right. At least it didn't hit right with me. Uh, maybe because okay. I'm sitting there with my kids and, and family. It just didn't, this wasn't right for me. So that wasn't, one of my favorites. I thought it was a big swing and a, and a, and a big miss. Uh, that one. And it's in the M&M's commercial, too, was a big miss, too. You had to be, it's like an inside joke that you had to right. understand to get that commercial. So those two were on my my least favorite list. Um, I liked the Pepsi line of commercials. Um, I, I really did. Simple. It wasn't too, it was fun to have some kind of like throwback to stuff, especially the the the, uh, the uh, Ben Stiller, I thought was the best of, of that series. And I like the whole like running ideas. Like, am I just acting? <laughs> Find out for yourself. I, I kind of, I, I liked it. it. It wasn't over the top goofy. It wasn't just boobs. It wasn't just, you know, explosions, you know, which I like boobs and explosions. Don't get me wrong. It just had a nice unique angle to it that I thought was refreshing. Uh, oh. so I thought that was, uh, I thought that, that one kind of stood out the most where I like that one. And then, but then, then, then the runner up there or the one that I thought, brought me to uh, some smiles and some just wholehearted nice niceness is Dave Grohl talking about thanking Canada. I mean, that was fantastic. I mean, I do, we know I, I have a lot of connections to the land up North America's hat. They, uh, you know, and I seeing him go through <laughs> it and, and talk about talk, and do what he did. And he did it in a funny way. And I, I really liked it. And then even calling out Canadian being a, or uh, football being a Canadian uh, invention during the Super Bowl is fantastic. Like this, the balls on that. Like I, I really thought that was, thought that was good. So that's my, yes. my take on the the best and the and the worst that I re that I recall. I thought the Rob Gronkowski thing was stupid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That field goal kick, because when he kicked it, it looked like he made it, and they're like, "Oh, he missed it." I'm like, "What?" It looked like he made it, and it was all this buildup for for that. And it didn't even look like they're like, oh shit, we're gonna do it now. All right, go go kick it. You know, it was like not planned. Thought it was terrible. Um, I liked the 2B commercial, the one with the rabbits and the rabbit holes. Yeah. For some reason, I liked it because when it started, I had no idea what it was for, or where it was going, and I just had to stop and watch and be like, okay, what is this? So, and it it's a commercial, and I think the point of it is to make you stop and watch it. It'd be like, oh, and I remember the brand. So I guess they did their job. So that was that would be uh my my favorite one was the uh the 2B and the uh the rabbit holes. But the Gron Gronkowski thing, just just go and retire, Gronk, you know. David? <laughs> I actually thought that one was I thought that one was stupid. <laughs> The two of you. I thought um, for uh, I, I did like the Pepsi. I love how they did the Ben Stiller with the Zoolander and him dumping the the Pepsi all over him. I thought that was hilarious. Um, the Breaking Bad with the uh, popcorners or whatever the heck those were. I mean that was that was kind of cool. Um, I, I like the Sarah McLaughlin for the Bush Light commercial <laughs> when she was in the tent, and they're like, you know that's you know that's a wolf, Sarah. And she's like, ah. <laughs> so 
I thought that was funny. I thought the whole Maya Rudolph for the M&Ms, I thought that was a joke. I didn't like that. I thought that was, that didn't work out well. I, it, that did not age well at all. And the, I, I, for the weirdest one, I, I'd go with the Brie Larson, John Hamm, and Pete Davidson for the Hellman's Mayonnaise. It was like, that was just really weird. I mean, I get it, Brie, Ham, Mayo, whatever, but I don't know. I, that was that was weak. That was very weak. Great. But overall, quality was quite good for, for commercials. Uh, yeah. Given, given, I, and I think that was uh, a good sign that, that, that we're going. You know, this is a little known fact that the same commercials do not play in other countries. So what they do, especially in our land up in the land up north, is they actually use their um, antennas and try to get the aerial broadcast of the Super Bowl to watch the US commercials. Little known fact. Interesting. Now you know. Now you know. But it was weird. I didn't hear much hype about any commercial this year. At least maybe I wasn't looking for it, but it didn't seem like there was a, like, Watching the news and the ESPN the next day, nobody mentioned anything about commercials. Like the buildup wasn't, oh my God, the commercials for this are going to be great. It seems like they were $7 million for 30 seconds. So it's not as if it's cheap, it is any cheaper at this point, but there just wasn't like the buildup as years passed. Right. Would you agree right. with that? Totally agree that there was a little bit of a build up, but no aftermath. Nobody talked about the ads afterwards, really. There was no, no big, big conclusion there. But uh, right. you know, I think they did a, they generally did a good job, and I think that's because they were just the general quality was higher. It wasn't like stark contrast, and, and nobody really knocked it out of the park. I think Pepsi was the closest uh, for that. But they also had the money because they didn't do the halftime show because Apple did this year. All right, guys, right. we have to wrap it up here for our episode. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today. If you like what you hear, download, like, and subscribe. Share it with a friend if you have any, because sharing is caring. And uh, make sure that you check us out on Twitter at UBET underscore podcast. Thanks for joining us today. May the odds forever be in your, may the odds forever be in your favor. And good luck, everybody. Good luck. Have a great weekend. See ya. Peace.